Today's scripture comes from Luke 24, 13 through 35. Now on that same day, two of them were going to a village called Emmaus, about seven miles from Jerusalem, and talking with each other about all these things that had happened. While they were talking and discussing, Jesus himself came near and went with them, but their eyes were kept from recognizing him. And he said to them, what are you discussing with each other while you walk along? They stood still, looking sad. Then one of them, whose name was Cleopas, answered him, Are you the only stranger in Jerusalem who does not know the things that have taken place there in these days? He asked them, What things? They replied, The things about Jesus of Nazareth, who was a prophet, mighty in deed and word before God and all the people, and how our chief priests and leaders handed him over to be condemned to death and crucified him. But we had hoped that he was the one to redeem Israel. Yes, and besides all this, it is now the third day. It is now the third day since these things took place. Moreover, some women of our group astounded us. They were at the tomb early this morning, and when they did not find his body there, they came back and told us that they had indeed seen a vision of angels who said that he was alive. Some of those who were there with us went to the tomb and found it just as the women had said, but they did not see him. Then he said to them, Oh, how foolish you are, and how slow of heart, to believe all that the prophets have declared. Was it not necessary that the Messiah should suffer these things and then enter into his glory? Then, beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he interpreted to them the things about himself in all the scriptures. As they came near the village to which they were going, he walked ahead as if he were going on. But they urged him strongly, saying, Stay with us, because it is almost evening, and the day is now nearly over. So he went in to stay with them. When he was at the table with them, he took bread, blessed, and broke it, and gave it to them. Then their eyes were opened, and they recognized him, and he vanished from their sight. They said to each other, Were not our hearts burning within us while he was talking to us on the road, while he was opening the scriptures to us? That same hour they got up and returned to Jerusalem, and they found the eleven and their companions gathered together. They were saying, The Lord has risen indeed, and he has appeared to Simon. Then they told what had happened on the road, and how he had been made known to them in the breaking of the bread. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks Thanks be to God.
I like to think to myself that when it comes to uh, sports, that for most of them, I kind of have a decent knowledge of what's going on, a decent knowledge of the rules. Uh, that way, as I'm watching it, I can kind of understand uh, what the strategies are or, you know, the, the uh, fouls or penalties that are called. Um, but yet, in, in the midst of that, right, so I like to go to a lot of uh, sporting events live if I'm able, you know, whether it be baseball, basketball, football, it, it doesn't matter. Um, but it, it seems to me that, in, in especially I think this is true in basketball, when you're there and you're really far away, so you can't see as well as you would on your TV, um, but you hear the whistle blown and you're sitting there and you're like, what is going on? Like, what is that call? Because I, I still get confused because, it, you know, basketball is a little harder to see and know uh, certain fouls. And so I sit there and especially when it goes against the team that I'm rooting for, I'm like, what's going on? Like, there's no way. I'm just utterly confused and baffled. And part of that is because of my bias, I'm sure. But I just have a hard time understanding because there's no rationale that's given afterwards, right, in basketball. Where football, at least you, you hear what the penalty was. You know, they'll say if it's holding or pass interference. Basketball, they just blow a whistle and all of a sudden they're shooting or somebody's passing. Like, there's no explanation. And so when you just don't understand, you get frustrated. Uh, you sit there in the midst of the, the, the not being able to understand Right, and that confusion just, uh, you know, turns into a lot of different uh, other things. Even though, right, there is a reason behind it. Even though, as you're sitting there, you don't have the full knowledge or the full eyesight in some of my cases of being able to see what was going on. And so, yeah, you sit confused while someone down there has a, a little bit of a better understanding. And I think confusion is uh, just, it's a part of life, um, whether it be kind of what I was talking about or you come into a conversation where, you know, there are 10 steps past uh, where it started and so you're really confused of the what's going on because you just don't have all of the understanding, all of the knowledge that's needed to kind of follow where the conversation or situation has been. And we see a little confusion today. We see a little confusion uh, in the midst of uh, these gentlemen who are uh, walking down on this road to Emmaus from Jerusalem. They're sitting there and they're, you know, encountering an individual and they begin talking. They begin talking and all of a sudden uh, the, the person in which they had encountered is like, what are y'all talking about? Like, what's, what's going on? And they're kind of uh, surprised, astonished. Um, they're like, whoa, whoa, 
Do you know what's been going on? Do you know what has happened the last couple of days? And then they go and they talk about uh, Jesus being crucified, and and then they continue on and talk about uh, Mary and all of the women who found the tomb empty, and then the disciples coming after that and seeing how that tomb was empty. And they're like, how did you not know about this? And in the midst of them trying to help this person that they're encountering understand, you can see in their explanation that they don't actually understand what's going on either. Because they know that Jesus was crucified. They know that the tomb was empty. But I don't think they understood why. Other than, you know, Jesus got betrayed. Um, people didn't like him. Maybe somebody rolled that, uh, the stone and, and took Jesus' body, right? Because there's no way that Jesus would be walking and encountering people like Mary the disciples in the upper room that we spoke about, and Thomas touching hands, or or Jesus touching, Thomas touching Jesus' hand. Like, that's unheard of. Because we saw that Jesus was crucified and dead. And so why would somebody even want to come and to, to take this body, like, why is it that, that somebody would roll this away? You know, or how is it that it just disappeared in thin air? There's no understanding of what just happened. There's questions. And they continue on to go down this road and they continue on with this individual that they encountered and continued to talk, continued to have conversation. And then they convince, right, this individual to to stay with them. And they break bread together. And all of a sudden, something happens. And they recognized that the person that they had been walking with, the person that they had been in conversation with, the person that they had been explaining or sharing with was Christ. The one person who understood and knew exactly what was going on better than anyone else up to to that point and better than anyone else who... Uh, later down the, the line, you know, Christ still understands all of what happened even better than we do today who, who read all of the events and have way more knowledge than those who are walking down this road, and yet we still don't completely understand. We still sit in moments of confusion 
and wonder. But in the midst of that confusion, Jesus showed up. In the midst of the conversation, in the midst of the walk, as they're trying to digest and and process what is going on or what has happened, Jesus shows up. (coughs) Now, once they, they recognize and see Jesus and know that they are sitting with the one who they had been speaking about, that all of a sudden was no longer in the tomb, I, I, I'm not going to say that all of their answer or all of their questions were answered. I'm not going to say that all of their confusion all of a sudden dissipated. But I am going to guess that they had a little bit better idea of what's going on. Because rather than thinking that Jesus had been taken away, his, his body with no life in it, or just disappeared in thin air, they knew that Jesus had risen. That Jesus had risen indeed. And they go and they share that. They go and share with others what they had seen on this road. What they had seen as they broke bread together. I think that uh, we all probably have had um, moments or uh, uh, times where we sit there and there's some type of, of debate you know, faith-related debate or a theological debate, and eventually we, we don't really figure out the full understanding or answers. And one of the lines that we like to use, or at least I have heard and probably used myself, is, well, when I get to heaven, I have a lot of questions to ask God, to ask Jesus. Now, we're going to have a lot of questions. I'm not going to dispute that. It shows that we're still confused about uh, what this faith thing is that we are on a journey with. But in the midst of the confusion, right, in the midst of us still not completely understanding, I think we can all say that we have had moments where Jesus still shows up despite our confusion, despite our not understanding everything that God is calling us to do or, or everything that comes with being a follower of Christ. But yet, Christ still shows up. And for that, we are thankful. But for that, we are to continue to go and helping everyone know that in the midst of the questions, in the midst of the confusion, in the midst of not understanding, go and help people know this one thing. 
The Lord has risen. He is risen indeed. And so, as we go and as we do that, then others will continue to know how Christ does not only show up in the beauty of life, Christ does not only show up in the joyous moments of life, as we've talked about uh, in the last couple of weeks, Christ shows up everywhere in the midst of our grief, in the midst of our anger and fear, in the midst of our confusion and not understanding. Christ still shows up. And so for our eyes to continually be open so that we don't miss Christ showing up in our lives and can help others to know and not miss Christ showing up in theirs. So let us pray. Almighty and gracious God, Lord, we just thank you. We thank you for your continued presence. That continued presence through Christ Jesus that shows up everywhere. That shows up in the beauty of life, but shows up in the hardships, in the fear, in the confusion. And even though in the midst of our confusion that we will never completely understand, let us know and let us share that the Lord has risen, that the Lord has risen indeed. It's in your Son's name we pray. Amen.